You are listening to the Express Truth Show with my man Mark Hamilton. So stay lucky, is it? Yo, Anderson 100, West Side in the Midlands. And there's only one place I go when I want to know the real spill on some real situations. Express Truth Show. Follow us on Instagram at Express Truth Show. Welcome back, people. It's the Express Truth Show, making Thursdays great again. And before we do anything, I want to shout out the Patreon crew, Spotify crew, iTunes crew, Mixcloud crew. And you know what we always forget to say? Mm. The website crew. See what I'm saying? That's the, you know what? After the Patreon, they're the most important, you know? Facts. So people, check out our website, www.expresstruthshow.com. Now, we have a new item for sale on our website. People, head over there right now and purchase yourself one of these hats. Now, I know these hats are more made for people that are in the Midlands. So, Midlands crew, you're going to get your West Midlands hat on expresstruthshow.com. So, go over to expresstruthshow.com, support the cause, and buy yourself a West Midlands snapback hat. So, that's it, man. Steven, what is going on, man? Yo, making Thursdays great again. Superman 91 in the building, man. Express True family, big up yourselves, yeah? Patreon, crew, Spotify, all ears, man. And everyone in between. Back again, man, to express some more truth on a Thursday. Like I keep saying, Mark, the weeks are going around too fast, you know? Real fast. I'm telling you, the weeks, the months, it's all just clocking up, man. But just get into it, man. Kick it off like a game of FIFA, yeah? So, uh, you know what? This week, I want to do something a little different, you know? Talk to me. I just want to have an open conversation. So, basically, you know, we're still in this whole lockdown thing. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? It looks like we're going to be in it for a little while longer. Um, I'm not quite sure how long. But we can't really get, you know, excited for any real normality mm. to come back just yet. Because I know that they have said that on the 8th of March, potentially... Children can go back to schools. Um, they're going to let people go into the park for picnics and all that. But the, the economy will not open back up properly. See what I'm saying? Now, these children that are going to school, these children that are going to school, for me, once you allow the kids to go back to school, you might as well open up the economy again because they're the ones who actually cause it, who actually are the main reason of the spread because the children, you know, they catch it. The carriers, so they don't really have a lot of these young kids don't really have the main symptoms, the carriers. So I know that a lot of these young children are the ones who don't show the symptoms. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So then what happens then is the adults get it, then they spread it. So that's what I'm saying, man. Um, when you say the economy, did it mean do you mean um what did it mean when they say the economy? Did it mean it won't recover or when you say it won't, when they say it won't open back up, what do they mean by that? So when they say the economy, we're talking about things like shops, um, non-essential things. 
Oh, any, okay. Anything outside of supermarket, food, healthcare. Oh, I, no, shop, I understand. Yeah. No, because I'm just wondering how why they phrased it like that. Yeah. I thought like it didn't mean recover because it's not going to open. Because remember, the economy may slow down, but it never stops, you know? Facts. Even during a recession and or credit crunch, people still have to spend. Like you just named supermarkets, like essential business. Like there's one thing this has shown us, if we didn't learn it from a recession or a credit crunch, is that a pandemic has definitely shown us which jobs and or businesses, products and services are essential. And I'm not going to lie, it was, it was enlightening to see how many things weren't essential. So things that when you were going around for your day-to-day, weekly routine, going to work, maybe going gym, going cinema, going out to eat. When something like this, that is just so unprecedented and you've never seen it before in our lifetime, something like this happens and then every, all of those businesses and services have to close down and then you have to really take a long, hard thing and say, yo, okay, I can't go cinema, can't go gym, can't go swimming, uh, I can't go, I don't know, I can't go, I can't, <laughs> for a while, I can't go Nando's, I can't <laughs> go Mackey D's. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? Like, it makes you, I don't know about anyone else, it makes me take a long, hard look and really try and think about what's actually important in life. Facts. Paramount, like, well, paramount, like we're always trying to promote, definitely your health. So when you hear us trying to say, oh, yo, collagen and merengue and spirulina and everything else, that all these things are, <laughs> all these things are good for you. We're not, don't get it twisted. I'm, 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 I'm not a scientist. Mark's not a scientist. Like we, we've just done research and um, tried to incorporate certain things into our own lives and the lives of our families as well. So this should have shown you one thing. And I'm not even just talking about like from a training standpoint, like, your health is everything, man. Facts. People take that for granted. For example, you have a car. Could be a little banger, a little run around, yeah? You got your car. Most people, unless it's an MOT or a service, they don't get the car checked, you know, until something goes wrong. The exhaust goes, the gearbox goes. You can't tune in your, your DAB anymore. Then you want to go to the Mr. Mechanic and get it checked. Same like a lot of us with our bodies. We don't always want to go to the doctor. Like until you drop down, until you may unfortunately knock on wood, collapse at work or on the street or on the bus or, you know what I mean? Then it's, then it's Dr. Miami, have you got the remedy for me? Yo, you got six months to live, rude boy. Why? I hear that. You, what, you, you, what you're saying is facts, you know. <laughs> you, you know yesterday's the first time I jogged in like three weeks. I done a 40 minute jog. Feel very proud of myself. That's good. Not even to interrupt you. That's good. Obviously, it's excellent. I was going to say, for you, that's bad, though. Facts. <laughs> for you, that's bad. Facts. Three, Bible uh, facts. Three weeks, man. Every time I message you, oh, I'm on the treadmill. I'm going to you back. Do you know what I'm saying? But that's still good. But fam, that's good. From you doing from you doing something, though. But you're saying three weeks. And I know you're, you're proud of yourself. But I know you're saying, you know, what? Oh, three weeks is because you have your weekly routine. Have you doing your training? Yeah. So you might be like, oh, three weeks is bad. Family, for some man, that's three months. Might have been three or even three years or even 30 years. You're Some right. people just aren't active, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. Facts. And that's why, you know, them shutting gyms and all this stuff. And mm. it is hard, man. It is hard. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the lockdown don't really change nothing in the sense of, I'm not really a man who's really out there like that anyway, in the mm-hmm. sense of, the, for me, I don't even notice it's lockdown outside of things like the gym and stuff like that. Do you see what I mean? I know, yeah. I know for a fact you notice in that because you go like what four times a week or something. Try, I do my best. I do my best. Shout out yeah. to Junior and it. That's the trading partner. I do my Big best. Up man. Junior, man. Big up Junior. I do my best, family. I do my best. I do. I'm. I've been. I, I try to remain active at home in it because I've got a bike and stuff and then mm. push ups and all that. Got a few weights at home, but I'll be the first one to say it's not the same as being in the gym. But something's better than nothing, man. Facts. Even, even a light walk. Exactly. It's better than yeah. nothing, man, because you might be like, ah, oh, damn, man, I've got no equipment at all. I've got no access to anything. Go to the park. If you're a man who's like, if you're one of these Rip Brothers who's under calisthenics, fly to the park. Come on, get a million push-ups, pull-ups, dips, everything. 
Some of the yeah. some of the most in shape brothers know homo only do calisthenics. Just look at some of them. Um, what are they called? Bar brothers or something. The bartenders, bartenders, bartenders in yeah, America. M Y N it. Yeah. Just look at like some some of them brothers like they see they, like you'd think they'd be in a bodybuilding or weightlifting for years. They just do pure body weight body weight stuff. Like you can condition the body. Basically, you, the body is an amazing tool if you look after it. It'll look after you. You can condition your body to do almost anything. Facts. And I'm talking about naturally. Facts. Not injecting no steroids in your body. Naturally, yeah? Yeah, man. Born a steroid user, man. I will. Get me. Born a steroid user that's based in Birmingham. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, Steven? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Born a steroid Woo! user, man. You're a cheater. To the results, set. I don't want no hench. <laughs> you know if you're like in shape, but you use steroids. Mm. Born a brother like that, man. A brother like that for me is a cheater. You get what I'm saying? You're a cheater. Winners, winners don't use Even though drugs. you still have to train, you're a cheater because if it's in sports, look at how people look at drug cheats in sports. Family, you win the... All right, don't even change the camera angle. Keep it on yourself. You win the Olympic gold in the... I'm trying to think of a sport. 400 meters, yeah? Yeah. The test you piss. You've taken anabolic, this, that, A to Z. You've taken it all. Don't don't take the accolades away from you. Yeah, of course. And, and often ban you from the sport. Any sport. Any sport where, right. where a man... Basically what it's called, it's called doping. Mm-hmm. So if you're using something that gives you a, a edge. So some people might take something that helps them train longer. Some people might take something that gives them more strength. It's cheap. Mm. A certain type of man cheats. You know what I mean? I'd rather just train... And however I look, I look. You know what I'm trying to say? But a lot of men cheat. Besides in, in professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming like that's the only sport. And I think even they have uh, anti-doping now. Well, like, uh, so like WWE and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's going to hurt a lot of men. Because some of them, man, are, I don't think they're that big naturally. Um, but I was going to say, as you were talking, I was just thinking. A lot of it, though, could you not chalk it up to ego? Because we have, like to carry on the conversation we had in the car... With the whole, um, who is it right now? Tory Lanes, because there's a thing of Tory Lanes going around, because he had the uh, what did he have? The hair transplant treatment. Yeah. And there's a video going around and images, and he's gone viral because his head top looked yam out. We'll probably even put the picture up. His head top looked yam out. It looked like a sponge. You know, you use a sponge to death till it starts getting holes and everything. That's how yeah. his hair's going because he he was basically I think he was basically bald. He was one of those geezers who he was basically gone. So we had this treatment. It looked okay, in my opinion, at first. Mm. But I think the mistake, and like I was saying to you earlier, I believe the mistake he made might have been, um, like you were saying, because you know everyone's trying to go more kind of natural right now. So they're growing out their hair and either just having a short back and sides or short back and sides and sponging it off, yeah? Yeah. I think he kind of went for that. He, he tried to go down that route and... I don't know what's happened. People are saying it's karma with the Meg situation. I saw a few comments saying that. Others were saying it's stress. Like, I don't know. It just hasn't, it doesn't, the whole thing, people, if you're going to do this hair transplant, it's not guaranteed. A lot of the time it may suit an individual who has just receded rather than totally gone. Yeah, that's, no, that's, this is the thing that, you know, people have to understand. If you're dealing with a hair transplant, it usually holds you know, like a man whose hair is just receding. Mm-hmm. It usually holds with that kind of brother where we might still have a, a head of hair behind the receding. But once the man does whatever surgery, it can hold. Like, so if you look at someone like, you know, Tiger, that rapper. Yes. Yeah, he was receding. He's mm-hmm. done it and his thing looks crisp now. But I think when you're trying to bring back the whole head, especially like with Afro kind of hair, it has to be a certain... It's you know it's fifty fifty. It might it might hold. It might not. Yeah. But one thing I can guarantee you're not getting your money back. So right. I'm saying so whatever you spend, you're not getting that back. But I think they only allow you to do it twice before you can't do it. Cause back in the day before they become as popular as they are now, yeah. I remember when Wayne Rooney had got it done. You know his white boy hair in it, and he got it done, and his hair it looked crisp when he first got it done. He had a full head of hair. But then it tin out again. Mm. See what I mean? And it went tin. And I think he got it done again. But if you look at the better now, I think it's going again still. Is it going again? It looks like it. So in a world where it seems like 
people are obsessed with perfection, yeah? Mm. So we've got, if we, we're talking about men right now, so you got the hair and beard transplanted, but then if you flip to the female side, you can get, well, not even female, because cause, uh, Funk Flex got a lipo. So you got liposuction, you got breast augmentation, breast implants, BBL, basically anything you want done under the sun, you can get it done. Do we really feel like it's the answer though? Because you have people in life, you know, who are just genuinely unhappy. And when I say that, I'm going to try and explain, yeah. and give some clarity to that statement. Meaning, you can have a man, yeah? Gets up, goes to work every day, but he's just miserable. Yeah, miserable. Oh man, I hate work, man. Oh, work's just crap, I'm just paying my bill. I'm get up every day, 365 a day. 365 days a year for years, get up, go to work, moan, not change his job, not change his life, not change anything. Just have his little routine. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Then you may have been furloughed now. You may have been fortunate enough to be furloughed or even unfortunate enough to be fired. That same man's going to get up every day. Oh, I'm bored, you know. Wish I was at work. Because you have people in life who are just genuinely never going to be happy. My mom could probably get 10 million tomorrow. As soon as the excitement of having it and buying everything you may have wanted to buy is gone. Well, it might be back to being miserable. It could be the same with a body transformation. You could do every procedure you've ever wanted to do. You could have your, you could finally attain that dream body of yours that you've always wanted. If your family, if there's something wrong internally, you could change your exterior. You're still going to be miserable and unhappy, you know? Yeah, I agree with you because the happy place, what happiness is to one individual it, it's not the same for the next individual. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people might think that money's happiness. A lot of people might think that freedom is happiness, which money in a lot of cases brings freedom. Mm-hmm. But what I think it is, is that, you know, a lot of people are chasing what society says is happiness. And when I say society, mm-hmm. I'm talking about social media too. So someone on social media might look like they've got all their stuff together and, you know, they're living a great life and, People are chasing that happiness. And once they, so it might be like a man might say, oh, if I've got, you know, if I've, if I've got a beard like that man, I'm going to be laughing. The girls like full beards or whatever. Yeah, he yeah. might. Then when he actually gets the beard and realizes, oh, I don't feel any better. You have to know what, what is it that, you know, what is it, what is it for me? I think that um, freedom and the reason why I'm not saying financial freedom, because there's a lot of people that have got money that still ain't free. Mm. And when I say free, I mean free to make the choices that you want to make. A lot of people make choices that they don't actually want to make, but they have to, to keep up a certain way of life or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think for me, freedom and health, and I put health above the freedom. Yeah. yeah. He- you know what I mean? Like, you know, this start of this year, I ain't made it no secret, has been crazy for me. And I've seen that, you know, Health alone, just being healthy, just being able to say, you know, I've got life, that should be enough for, you know what I mean? Because from you've got that, tomorrow's another day, you can always change the circumstances you're in today. But a lot of people don't look at it like that. They want the material things and, you know, they want the, the you know, the followers and the, all of that stuff. You see what I'm saying? Bible facts. So I don't know. It's not really my style of doing things though. It's funny how you mention um, happiness for you isn't necessarily financial, financially based. Because um, a lot of people do, if you ask a lot of people, they will equate that to being happy, you know? Yeah. If you ask a lot of people, yo, what's your dream? Oh, my dream is to win the lottery. I tell my boss to do you one. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a lot of people's, if you're, all, if you're always, let me ask you before I even try to segue into this next section. If you're always chasing money, do you feel like you can ever be happy? Truly happy? In my opinion, I think no, because I think, you know, how much is enough? Like, does, do you want enough that you can not, that you can be mortgage free or that you can, you know, you don't have to worry about bills? Do you want enough that you can do luxury things outside of that? Like, do you want to be able to, rent a yacht or do you want to be able to buy a yacht do you want to be able to fly in first class do you want to be able to fly private Mm -hmm. like how much is enough i just think that if you if your only goal yeah 
is to, to chase money, I think you're never going to be happy. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I think you're always going to be, you, you have to know the things that make you happy. You know what I mean? You have to know the things that make you happy and how much money do you need to be able to do those things? It might not even be money. So I mean, it might be the money might give you the freedom to do something else. Mm-hmm. The money is a part of the plan. Yeah, yeah, but if you're just chasing money, like what you hear a lot of these rappers and social media people talk about, if you're just chasing money, yeah, then you may not, um, you may not, you may not ever find happiness. On the conversation of money, and people talking about the old saying, Mark, "Don't work harder, work smarter." Yeah. That can that can be diff- that can to to many different to many different people it can mean many different things. So you can have a man who works three jobs religiously, yeah, three jobs barely scraping by. But you can you might have someone who's no, actually not even that. You got a man who works three jobs, yeah, yeah, barely getting by, scraping through life. But then you've got a man who works one job. He's not rich, but he's comfortable. So when I say comfortable, I mean his bills are taken care of, his family's taken care of, he's got money in the bank, he's got money to buy a trainers, buy his missus something, buy the kids something, go on family holidays, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um that point me be my, that point there mean to me can mean and I'm I'm let's say they're both in the same, they're both in the same boat. So Neither one's in like crazy debt, but one might just be living below their means mm. and one's living above their means. And when I say you're living below your means, basically you could be making two racks a month after tax and your expenses going out for your whole household could be five bills. So every month, you know, you've got five bills to pay. You've got 1500 pounds to play with. Yeah. Mm. The man who's living above his means, he could be, his outgoings for the month could be two and a half thousand, but he's only pulling in 1,500 or a grand. It's important to live below your means. And this is, I know you might, you might be fed up of us talking about it and no, we're not trying to preach or talk down to anyone, but we're just trying to drill something, a little knowledge into your brain because Financial literacy is very important, especially in the black community, because when you think about it, from the jump, we're behind. Mm. When we start this race in life, we're 10 miles behind. You know what I mean? Mm. Five years behind, 10 years behind, however, whatever, however you want to put it, whatever metaphor you want to use, we're behind, man. And a lot of the time, we're given bad advice. We might be told, and this might sound a bit crazy and controversial, we might be told from young, yo, save all your money, save all your money, save all your money, save all your money. Saving money is good, but like, I'm not going to lie, Mark showed me this, yeah? Big up cake. You can't just save all your money because, think about it like this, and this might sound crazy, but I'm going to try and explain. You save all your money, so you've got 2000 in the bank, yeah? That's dead. And when I say it's dead, meaning that that 2000 let's just assume you've got a normal current account. It's not doing anything for you. It's just sitting there. So when you're up, yeah, man, I got, oh, I got a 2K in the bank. It's nothing. But let's say this global pandemic hit, you lose all you, you lose, you lose your job. All you've got is that 2000 to defend your whole household and your whole way of living until you may be able to get a job or get some government intervention. That 2000 is not going to last very long and it's not a lot. You have to think about it. When you put your money into the bank, to you, it's just sitting there because when you check your account, your online banking, you see numbers on the screen. It's not really there, you know, because the bank invests the money on your behalf. And when I say on your behalf, like they invest it and make more money, but you're not seeing any of it. That's why a lot of the time, you can't just go to the bank and say, ah, yo, I want to pull out 10,000, you know, today. You got to order it. You have to order it. Why do you think that is? Because they need to know that you, they need to know that you're coming in it to be able Bible to get facts. the money ready. Because they need to know my man wants 10 grand of his money. We need to make sure he's here. 
you get what I mean? In some banks, depending on what level of banking you're at, if mm. you if you got a business account or might be a bit different. Might be a bit different, but what you're saying is factual. Like I think that yes, a little savings for if anything happens, emergency and that, but the business of money working for you mm-hmm. is really the conversation to be having now. Like you should have been having that before the pandemic, but definitely now mm-hmm. your money needs to be working for you in some way, in the sense of, yes, you get out of bed and you get out of bed and you go to work and you get paid. Yes. But there needs to be something off the back of that doing something for you. That money should be doing something for you. Do you see where I'm coming from? So whether, whatever it may be, whether it may be a, 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 um, a passion of yours that you might be able to monetize. Mm-hmm. It might be a, uh, a, a, an investment, a straight investment that you have no passion in at all, but you should always be looking for ways to make money. And I think the pandemic, if you haven't learned that already, got to learn that now. You get what I'm saying? You don't want to be in a position where you have to do things that you wouldn't normally do, which is what we're seeing a lot of now. Yeah. We're seeing guys having to take risks they wouldn't normally have to take, but because they've wasted so much time mm-hmm. before the pandemic, pandemic's hit and they're realizing yo thing you know the race is getting slower and slower faster and faster for the for the people that have made the right decisions but slower and slower if you've made the wrong decision so a lot of people now are like you know what after after this they're gonna start thinking different you get what i mean and i think that's a positive thing that's a positive thing because your passion or your hobby you might be able to monetize and that's what we're seeing now we're seeing that now a lot of people are tapping into things that they probably wouldn't have tapped into before. You see where I'm coming from? But yeah, I, I, I see I, I see your point exactly. But do we feel like that's always a good thing though? Because if you're just jumping on, all right, let's, oh, let me try and pull something out now. If you're just, I'm trying to think, um, being a YouTuber, for an example. Yeah. You say, yo, oh, it's the some man's who are making millions of this. Oh, I'm going to jump on it. Is it a good look, though, if you don't have a passion for it? So you don't have the passion to be a YouTuber or a photographer or a podcaster or a presenter. You, yeah, you have no passion for it. You're just thinking about the possible monetary gain because we're in uncertain times now. So you might be saying to yourself, i got nothing to lose. Do you feel like it makes sense though if there's no real driving force behind that other than money? I think it, with that, that's a very good question, you know. I'm glad you asked it. It depends on what field you're in, I'd say. So okay. if you're doing like, say, for conversation's sake, a YouTuber, mm-hmm. you might get people that are lucky to come on YouTube and straight away they get popularity and, you know, they can build off that popularity while learning you get people like mm-hmm. that, but the re- the reality is that it can be a slow progress. You know, if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to stick in there. True. You're just going to say, I ain't made no money. I'm on to the next thing. That's what you call a jack of all trades. Mm. That's someone that just, wherever they lay their hats, their home, whatever's making money, they're going to do it. But if, it's some, if you're passionate about something, you're going to be doing it whether one person's watching or a million people's watching. Now, what that what that does is gives that person time. You know what I'm saying? Time's the ruler. So that time now, they can be learning while growing. You see what I'm saying? Learning what the profession that they want to get into mm. while growing. You see what I'm saying? And then, at the, and then eventually, they're going to have the formula, right? And potentially, you know, you might have financial rewards that come off the back of that. And when you've got a crowd looking at you, like especially like YouTubers or Instagrammers or whatever social media. Mm-hmm. If you got a crowd, I've never understood how a man can have over a hundred thousand followers but don't own no home, you know, don't have nothing to his name. I don't understand that fam, because I'm saying to myself, well, you're always making it look like you're living a certain lifestyle. But really, you know, what lifestyle is that? All these people are watching, but you don't have nothing. Is that so? What do you think that is though? Do you think that because we have these discussions all the time? So I'm glad that 
And we're going to start doing this more often. We're just going to have candid conversations and record them. Because we have all these conversations off air all the time. Because what was it? Yesterday, man's on the phone for an hour. It was yesterday, isn't it? Yes. Do we feel like that is due to... Do you feel like it's due to maybe... Not understanding finances. Or maybe you just don't have that business mentality. So you may be able to amass this following... But you don't know how to monetize it. Because I've always said this. I've always I've always said this to you, and you've said it to me. If I've got a hundred thousand followers, yeah, mm. if I can't raise ten thousand pounds minimum, because that's what ten, that's the ten percent engagement. Yes. What am I doing with a hundred thousand fans? Same like if you jump up to a man who's got a million followers on the gram. If I can't amass a hundred thousand pounds, what's the point? And when I say that, people don't think I'm saying, oh, everyone send me a pound or something. Like I've got a product, so I start a little t-shirt line or a run of hats or whatever. If I can't engage with 10% of my following to buy that, what's the point? I might as well have 20, 20 real brothers following me. What's the point? I don't see the point. It don't make no sense. All eyes on me like I'm Tupac, but I got nothing in the bank. It don't make sense. Because realistically, if you are doing the whole social media thing, I believe that if you've owned, you know, I'd rather have less following that engage than more following. And we've said this time and time again, mm-hmm. that don't engage. So if I've got a million followers at any one time, I should be able to raise a hundred K like that. Facts. You get what I mean? Like that, because I should be able to drop some type of merchandise or some type of raffle giveaway or something and tap into that audience. If that audience are not engaging with me, then what's the point? Because really, you can't turn any marketing pounds. You can't turn any products into pounds. Mm. And that audience is not really a marketing audience that you can market to if they're not engaging. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So what you're speaking is facts. One positive thing that we can take away from the past year is that we need to start doing right by our bodies. And that starts with the things that we put into our body. One easy way of fueling our bodies with the correct nutrition that it needs is by taking supplements. So check out A Rich Nutrition. They sell a wide variety of supplements that will help give your body the things that it needs. They sell supplements such as marine collagen and vitamin C to name a few. So check out their website right now and start doing right by your body www.arichnutrition.com That's www.arichnutrition.com I just want to change the subject slightly, yeah? Yeah, go for it. Because while we're on the topic of social media, Mm. I feel like social media is doing a lot of harm too. And what I want to talk about is this whole Takashi 69 situation. Oh, Lord. Go <laughs> Go I'm not the biggest fan of this game at all. At same, all, yeah. Same, same. Not so much, you know, I know that my man's an informer and I don't support informers at all. Facts. Especially when you get into bed with a brother, no homo, and then mm-hmm. you start telling, I- I'm not really a great fan of that. I'm not a Roman or nothing, but I'm not a great fan of that. But what I will say is that it's crazy how people are acting in today's world because mm. the video comes out with 6 9 confronting Meat Mill mm. and I see that video and you know it, it was all over the timeline it was hard not to see it and I'm like why are people even giving this guy legs why are they giving him energy clearly you know even if you're the baddest man you cannot do nothing to this boy you can't do nothing because he's with very serious security guards that their job is to make sure that he don't get a head on his hair harmed. So when you look at him in that video, yeah, he's holding his phone up, saying words, trigger, usually trigger words if the police are around, that after them words are usually said, violence usually follows after. Mm -hmm. So when you look at him saying these trigger words and the way how he's acting, just look at his security in the video. They're pulling, you know, they're pushing him back, making sure that nothing breaks the barrier between them and, them and him. So the way I see it, when the police are on your team, the beef's void, fam. If I, if me and you are warring, yeah, first of all, there's two kind of... I don't like war full stop anyway. 
because I'm a man who likes to be able to go wherever I want to go. Mm-hmm. But there has been times when I've been in war. Facts. And if I'm in war with a man, I want to know we want we have the same caliber. You get what I'm saying? Cristiano Ronaldo is not worried about some striker who plays for freaking. I don't want to disrespect no man's team, but Cristiano Ronaldo is not worried about a Birmingham City striker. We'll use our city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not. So what I'm what I'm trying to get at with that analogy is, if I'm warring with you, I want to know you got kids, you got girl, you got family. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because we shouldn't be warring anyway at all. I'm not promoting that, but least I know you understand what's at stake. So mm-hmm. you're not, you know what I'm saying? But if I'm warring with a geezer who's got nothing to lose, he don't respect life, he don't value life, he has nothing to lose, I'm scared of an individual like that. And I'm not saying everyone who has nothing to lose is willing to lose it all. I'm just saying that I'm scared of you because I know you ain't got nothing to lose. And the way all I see in that video is one man who's got something to lose and one who has nothing to lose. Takashi has nothing to lose. And what I mean by that is once you get that label on you in any hood in the world of being a snitch, a rat, an informer, whatever word suits you, you don't out here, man. <laughs> once, you, once, you, once you got that label, you don't out here. So the beef's void, fam. Because when I run into you and you're with police, the beef void, there's no beef. Because the police don't play games. The, poli- the police have actually got a, a, a license to kill coming like James Bond. Facts. They got a license to kill in America anyway. And they've also got a license to do things that a normal man can't do. So from you got them on your team, if Meek Mill tries to break that barrier, them mans can pop off, they can do anything. And what happens then? It's on film, him making a silly decision that now could mash up his career because we could, one of them big six foot plus whatever, 300 plus pound man could KO him very simply, could easily knock him out and that could be caught on camera. And when that footage comes out, People don't care that it's the police. They're just going to say, my man got knocked out. Facts. Now his career is over. So I think that, you know, at a cert- when you reach a certain stage in life, I'm not even going to say age, a certain stage where you are of, you are of maturity. Them kind of beefs are void. See what I'm saying? Them kind of wars are void. A man running with the police is void. But then you go on the internet and everyone's saying, Oh, my man should have done this. My man should have done that. Nah, he done the right thing. That's a fact. When a man's with police, and remember, you know that this man, the reason why I use the word rat for him, because a normal informer is not a rat. You know what I mean? A rat is the lowest, most disrespectful thing you can call a man. Master splinter. Facts. And the reason why they say rat, the reason why they call a man like him a rat it's because a rat is like, I'm terrified of rats, first of all. I'm terrified of real rats. Real rats, I'm terrified. That's one of my biggest phobias. But the reason for that is that if a rat backs against the wall, he's going to do whatever it takes for his back not to be against the wall. You get what I'm saying? So when a man compares you to that vermin, a rat, they're going to do whatever. They don't have no loyalty to no one. You know what I mean? Not even to their own children. They're gonna, they would sell out their, their own children. So I can't war with a rat. I can't. I just can't. We can't do it because you're going to set traps for me that, you know, I'm not going to be looking for. You're going to do things. Ultimately, you don't mind getting me put in prison. And I think that that was a draw out. Takashi was trying to draw Meek Mill out to do something that he could get him put away from. Facts. Yeah, because there was, away from just the comment talk, the comment commentary, yeah, there was a, uh, my son got involved and Wack got involved. And I believe even Meek and Wack started going back and forth. Because I think Wack had a video and he was coming out and saying, yo, you should have done this and maybe all this talking and then you catch him in person, blah, blah, blah. And my, I think my, son, my son's response was, um, Yo, mine is a snitch and that. So like, you really gonna, you know what I mean? Like, he handled it right. You really gonna do him something? And is an informant, a rat, a snitch, all of those adjectives, yeah. And it's on camera as well. Like, 
This how much people has he just locked up? A good six to seven. You feel like he's got any issue with locking up even more black males or even getting them killed? He doesn't care. My man cares about nothing. I keep family. I've, we've had this discussion many a time. I don't even know why people are screaming back and forth with this guy. I just see him and just keep it moving. Not like I'm scared, but I'm like, what can I do? Even if I hated him, he was my most hated enemy. What can I do to him? You work with the police. You got them on speed, Dio. Facts. You got the chief of police's whole number and all these things there. If I'm probably go to his yard for a roast on a Sunday. What can I do to you? Like you said, it's over. Forget about it. Just move on with your life. You're a millionaire. The first thing is, I forget him even being a snitch. How am I screaming back and forth and beefing with a man on the, in- on the internet? I'm a millionaire. I'm not even getting mad, family. You see if I even stub my toe? Oh, man, that hurt. I'll go count some money for him to come to cheer myself up. I've got time to... I've got... This, this is why we, like we were speaking about earlier, the whole conversation of happiness. I'm like, are these men really happy? You got all this money, cars, yard, jewels, can get the, the baddest bitches, as they would say mm-hmm. in their lingo. And you still got time to scream at the geese on the internet and then buck a man in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fam, I ain't got time for none of that negativity, you know? That's why I'm always asking the question, does money really bring happiness or is it just some man's God? You have to remember, you see with 6 9 yeah? Mm. I remember the day when the internet went crazy, when he come out of prison mm-hmm. and you sent me a voice note. You're like, yo, my man's come out. Not that you was gassing it, but you're like, it's all over the timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said to you, I goes, people will initially... Hype this up. Facts. People will follow it because the facts are he come out at a time when the world was at a standstill and people want entertainment. Mm. But you see that type of entertainment, after a while, it becomes boring, you know? Facts. After a while, people are going to say, I don't want to, I don't want to tap in with this guy anymore. I don't want to watch this guy anymore. This guy's a idiot. You get what I'm saying? Like, you've, all right, you've, you've broke every code that these Americans live by. First and foremost, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you're taunting people about it. You're actually pushing the narrative that, you know, what you did was okay. And you tried to you tried to say that, yo, they slept with my baby mom. You tried to say that they tried to rob you. That was only two, man. What about all the other guys that didn't touch your baby mom, that didn't try and kill you? You know what I mean? So a guy like that don't last long. It's not real substance. So I said it. I wish I could find that audio on Patreon. Any patrons that have the audio, please tag me in it. But when I done that little audio thing on Patreon, yeah. I said, yo, eventually he's going to get desperate. Because what you have to remember with a lot of these rappers is there is like, you know, there is like a starter kit to being a, 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 rap, a popular rapper. And by, if you notice, his first thing was like, Yo, I'm getting all this money. I got these watches. I got these cars. That was his first thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. That didn't work. Then it was like, you know, trying to do controversial stuff. So putting the rap face in the video, trying to use Black China. You know what I mean? That didn't work. You got views, but but if you notice progressively, each item of content he would put out would go down and down and down mm-hmm. till eventually his album come out and it didn't do what it what the label possibly believed it would do. Double cardboard. You know what I mean? So based off of that, it disappeared. And I think when it disappeared, it probably sat down and said, I'm going to come up with a strategy that I can become relevant once again, because it's not relevant. Facts. So what he must have said is, yo, I'm going to start going at man, but with my security. So again, I'll repeat it again. You know, War is not a good thing. And, you know, I don't like war. But if I was to ever engage in a war, you know, it's been a long time since I've ever been involved in nothing like that. But Mm. if I was to ever to, it has to be a man on my level. And and I'm talking about not monetary, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Just in maturity. Just in maturity. Just on a level where I don't want a war with no man who's just, just bad mind for no reason. It'd have to be something would have to happen for us to have that disagreement. But I'm on a big man thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to just, you know, like I've never understood it when people are like, oh, this man went prison or, yeah, man, that man done this stretch. I've never rated it for me. 
all that is is you done a crime and you got caught, fam. I'm more for me. I'm more a man who's been caught. You've been caught doing whatever it is you were trying to do. I'm more looking at the brother who's got to the certain age and he's never even been arrested, fam. Because mm. I'm saying, yo, that's a thinker. You get what I'm saying? There's certain men that have been never even been arrested and you know he's out there. I'm more looking at that kind of brother and saying, right, like, he's a thinker. But I just don't understand it. So when I look at, like, a Takashi, all I see is an individual that's dying for attention and by any means, he's going to try and get it. And if that means trying to step to you, like, as another popular rapper, Mm -hmm. he'll try and step to you and try and bring drama to you. The best thing to do for him and all people like him that want attention is ignore them, man. Facts. You know what I mean? The the the, the, the most the, the 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 worst thing you can do to an attention seeker is not give them an attention. That's the worst thing you can do. Just don't even look. Very true. That's why I don't get even when people come onto this channel and leave all kind of comments that ain't even saying neither good or bad. Just just trying to upset the apple cart. I say to myself, if you really hate this show that much, just don't look. It hurts more not to leave a comment or not to look. It hurts us more. I'm being real. But you not looking and giving us that view or even leave, you know what I mean? Not leaving a comment, that hurts more mm. than actually engaging. And that's the same as like individuals like him. So I think Meat Mill done the right thing, even though I don't agree with everything that Meat Mill does. I don't. But... He done the right thing there. Leave a man like that alone. Mm-hmm. Leave a guy like let that guy go on that path and draw out other people because it's a suicide mission for it's a, trying to go up against the police in America, protecting an, a government, inf, a federal informant. <laughs> that is a suicide mission because them men are all strapped. They can boss something without even thinking. A lot of men talk about straps and all of this, but the reality is the kickbacks and all these men know what they're doing. You get what I'm saying? So it's one of them, fam. <clears throat> Boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some man, some man act like they ain't got nothing to lose out here, innit? Everyone's just different, though. Like I'm saying, like, that 6 9 because why it disappeared. That's what I mean. He tried to say, oh yeah, I took a break from social media. No, your album went double cardboard, double bubble wrap. Yeah. And you had to bounce from, you're not relevant. It's like you're saying, what do you, all right. So if we look into the crystal ball of the express truth, what do we feel like he's going to do next then? What's his next publicity stunt going to be? So when he was first out here, his whole thing has been shock factor. So if you follow the early days of when he first come, yeah, it was all shock factor from the videos to the interviews. He he based it all around shock factor, and the reason why that was there, why that the eyes was on him, is because people were saying, "Is this whole thing really real? Is this whole thing true?" Because you're looking and you're seeing that, like I got a lot of bedrooms that live out there in America in a sense of man that I chat to who actually live out there. And yeah. when they're saying that there's certain guys around him who are really, really doing the things he's rapping about and you're like, for them to kind of align themselves with him, there must be, there must be, he must be about that life. So I think that the first wave of success he had was a lot of people that were like saying, yo, this guy, must be real. But then after the whole informant thing, people kind of said, nah, that ain't real again. So then it was, how's he going to come out of prison now? What's he going to do next? Mm-hmm. So then he comes out and he tries to put, a, um, he tries to advocate for informants and things like that. And as you know, informants don't usually get put on a pedestal. Like when it comes to, when you're talking about Alpo, who played Rico and paid him for. That brother there was like, I don't agree that he's an informer, but a lot of people in Harlem, especially in New York, I've heard the stories about Alpo, like when he was, re- when he was out back in the day. So he built up legend status in it from that. 
like man's heard about the things that he was doing and he never snitched on no one from Harlem. You get what I'm saying? So when he's finished now, his sentence, he's gone back to that place knowing that he hasn't told on no one from that place. And if you look at the videos and stuff, my man's living pretty good and looks pretty comfortable out there. Mm. Takashi now, he's lost all respect. No one can. I'm not saying man respect even Alpo, but Takashi's lost all respect. No one cares, really. Like, no one really... The people that he wants to care, don't care. Don't care. You know what I mean? All them little young kids in the suburbs and that, one day they're going to they're gonna just keep growing and they're not going to care what he's on. So he is looking for more relevancy. So that's why he's doing things like trying to test man and that. And that's why he's, he's took it from online now to actually waiting for a man outside of a club to come out and knowing that that man can't do nothing. But he's hoping that that man will do something because he knows what he's paying for that top flight security. So if a man even... St- he probably even said to them, he probably had them in the huddle before they even done that and said, yo, if anyone even gets too close to me, just boss it. Just boss it straight in the head because I'm going to have my camera out. And, re- and that's what he was waiting to do. But the beef is void when a man is, you know, <laughs> the beast void, just put it like that. He's a real chatty patty from. That's the definition of a chatty patty right there. But you know what it is? Usually, because we had this discussion earlier on also, don't you feel like, especially in America, usually an informant would, or a snitch, would come out and just go missing, innit? Usually. I feel like the only reason he's not even just the security is because I feel like it's because he's high profile, you know, because mm. he's in the, he's in well, he puts himself in the public eye like that. If he was just a normal brother from a normal hood, you know, he probably would have disappeared already from government informer, federal informer, local police, sheriff, office informer. He would have been gone from, he would have been missing, man. I feel like the fact that he's a high profile individual Add to the fact that man's like, I'm not even going to touch him. I'll probably try to run up on him, man. He's, he's got frigging Instagram live, man. With like a million people watching. Facts. Them, man, they just forget about them, man. Their career's not... We'll see if, we'll see if we're even still talking about Takashi 6 9 in 2022 and beyond. No, no, no. He's on... Family, he's on the way out already. That's why he's doing... Like, remember, that's why he's doing this because he knows, yo... I'm on the way out. We've seen all of these Instagrammers before. We've seen all of these, you know, guys that get a little bit of fame off a certain thing and it don't have no substance. Now, I think that even without the snitching and all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. I think that there was no substance to his music or his personality, Mm -hmm. which that would have died down eventually. And then people were going to get fed up of that anyway. But the fact that you've actually promoted this lifestyle of being this super gangster killer bad man from the road once you've promoted that lifestyle and you now are not living like that people ain't you know people ain't people don't care and then because what i mean by that is not that you actively i'm not saying you meant to actively be doing illegal activities i'm saying that you promote a certain lifestyle and as soon as the heat's on, you're folded, man. Mm. You're folded. The thing is, if you're, you, you know, you got to, st- if you're doing crime and this goes for anyone, this goes for anyone globally. If you're doing something that you know is wrong in the sense of, you know that, yo, I'm doing something that can potentially take away my freedom. You have to stand on it, man. You have to stand on it and know that, yo, this is cops and robbers out here. If it's cops and robbers, one day the cops are going to catch up to the robbers. We had the books from kids. Charge it to the game, man. Yeah, you're meant to know. Yo, once the cops catch up to me, I might have to go and sit down for a bit. But there's no easy way out when you're doing certain crime, fam. There's no easy way out. Everything has to balance out. If you spent 10, 15 years selling Class A, you've got to balance out, fam. All of that negative you put out has to balance out somehow. Something's going to lick you back. Something, something is going to lick you back. And when it comes, sometimes you might have to take it on the chin and say, yeah, man, 
for all them years of me doing what I was doing, I got to pay for that now. That's why I say that for me, the wire, that shoulder wire, of, in this lockdown, I've watched it all again. I remember you said. I've watched all the seasons again in this lockdown. And mm. for me, that show, people, is the number one show ever on TV. There is so much messages in that series. There are so much, there's so much great messages that are there for all to see. If you, you know, you have to know what you're doing in this road thing that people want to be in part of. A lot mm. of people will promote that lifestyle and they're not really play. They're not really playing by the rules of that lifestyle. Mm. So much things come with being, living like that. A lot of things come, a lot of things, negative things come with it. You have to either accept it or don't. One thing you can't do though, is play that game. And then when, you know, when it catches up to you, you say, ah, oh, I'm not on it no more. And you, you switch up the rules. That's what I don't understand. That's, that's what I don't understand. I know that if I'm going to be a bad man and I want to stay on the road and not work and just run around all day, I know what comes with that. And I'm not talking about a £10 draw. I'm not talking about the, 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 the millions of £10 draw, man. I'm not on about them. I'm on about man that are really making an income off the road. You know that one day if you don't get out, it's going to catch up to you. You know that for a fact. And when it catches up to you, you have to stand on everything you did. You have to. And if you don't stand on it, if you don't stand on it, then you become a rat like my man. And I don't mean a rat in the sense of that you're talking people's business, but you know, you're doing whatever to save your own skin. And then, you know, I just don't believe in that, which is why I don't get involved in certain things, fam. I don't, because I know that, yo, my freedom's priceless to me, even a month. My freedom's priceless. Mm -hmm. So I can't, if I'm going to play certain games, I have to know that there's a very high chance of me winning that game. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Yeah. I have to also know that there's a limited amount of time I can play that game for. Do you yeah. understand? The game of football is for 90 minutes. <laughs> you play the game, when it's the whistle blows, it's done. It's a wrap. If I'm playing a game, I have to know that, yo, I'm only playing that game for 18 months or two years, maybe. I'm just talking about when I see mans around me or man that I know or whatever. If you're trying to play it for the long haul, fam. We all saw that in a Scarface, man. Facts. We all saw that in the Scarface. That's the thing, but like, um, if I even think back to Top Boy, when uh, it's season one, innit? I need to rewatch Top Boy. Season one, yeah, when Ashley, he, he, licks, he hits the belly, he makes a meal. And he don't, boy, don't want to leave the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to chalk it up to the game, man. Some man's never want to leave, man. And usually that game goes one or two ways. Like, forget TV and movies and everything. It usually goes one or two ways. They're not in prison, fam. Like, how many mans have you known been in that game for years and are, and are retiring on the hill in a yard that looks like Uncle Phil's? Funny you say that. Can I get the mic back? All right. I'm glad you said that because that brings me to my next point. Um, for anyone who lives in the West Midlands, yeah, there are some very luxury areas and I'm going to name a few of them right mm, now. Okay. There's an area called... Little Aston. Yes. Streetly. Mm -hmm. There's some places in Solihull. But for now, let's just focus on Little Aston, which, you know, I had the pleasure of um, meeting an individual in Little Aston who, you know, I went down there and seen how the other side live. Mm -hmm. And when I say the other side, I mean like the, the, the wealthy, yeah. how they live, to where a man's got gates to get onto his road. And the reason why I'm saying all this is because when I went down there and, you know, man of politicking and all of that, mm -hmm. down there and when I'm walking along this beautiful road, absolutely stunning road, Stephen, like houses with balconies and uh, it's crazy. Just put it like that. It, <laughs> it's, 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 it's physically crazy what I was seeing down there, how mm -hmm. man are living. Yeah. So I'm walking along this road with this, with this good brother. Yeah. Non-black brother, but brother all the same. Looked at me, 
And I'm asking little questions. Yo, that yard's mad, fam. I'm looking, I'm like, yo, that balcony. Crazy. Where, where? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that murder does this. Look over to the other side. Oh, that yard's crazy. Look at that car, man. Yo, that yard there is crazy. That brother does that. But yeah. one thing that I realised on that whole road is there was no man there that he said, yo, that guy come from this place, you know, a, 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 a place that people might call the hood. Yeah. And he's done something and he's came up here. So what I'm trying to say is there was no story of, yo, that man used to kill it back in the day, you know, when he was up Aston or Hansworth or Erdington or Newtown. or He used to kill it. He was smashing it and he ended up retiring and he's in the hills up here now living like this. Mm. I never heard that story once. You know why I didn't hear that story? Because there's no better up there who's retired and living like that. Black anyway. Terrible to say, but black anyway. Facts. So what that showed me is that, wow, a man's not getting out on time because if you let these guys tell it via these music videos and stuff, we should be seeing a lot of guys living in places like that because guys are constantly talking about all these, all these moves and crazy amounts of 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 class a they're selling and all of this stuff mm-hmm. and i'm like what's the end goal to all of this where what's where's the where's the retirement plan what's the what's the get out plan or is it just ride it to the wheels fall off is that what it is it must be because i'm not seeing no guys what i have seen though is villa road where a man's begging for a pound and they'll say, yo, that man used to be the man back in the day, you know. I've seen that, but I've never seen no brother in Little Aston Street, you know, no, like no that. No rags to riches. No, no, no. The only, the only time I've, I don't even want to say what I'm going to say, but I'm not going to say it, but what's the end goal? So I agree with you. I'm saying, I agree with what you're saying. That what you're saying is very factual that where is the get out plan? I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying don't get it how you get it. But where's the end game? And I think that a lot of other cultures understand that can't do this forever. A lot of other cultures understand that, like, there has to be a time that we pull the plug on this operation, which is why I go back to the wire when I say, if you watch it from episode one till the last episode, there are some people that didn't know when to stop. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that knew when to stop. And when I look at real life, what I see is a lot of guys who don't know when to stop. They don't know. They have no plan, no... You know, the, the only goal that I see a lot of these um, individuals have is maybe some jewellery, maybe the odd fancy car, maybe some designer clothes. And that's it. And that's it. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And that's it. Mm. But, you know, that's what, in my opinion. <sighs> yeah, there's no there's no real rags to riches story, man. That's true, it's true, it's true. I don't know, man. Just knowing, just, you're supposed to get in where you fit in, innit? I feel like the plan is like, mans who are choose or may choose to or may even be forced to, like, maybe their back's fully against the wall, I don't know, to dabble in crime. They don't have an escape plan. Like the movie. They don't know when to pull that parachute cord, man. Do you know what I mean? You should pull, instead of pulling it when you're 6,000 feet up, a man's trying to pull it when he's six foot off the ground. You're going to splat, man. Head first. Really and truly, if you were smart and you said, you know what, I'm going to dabble down the life. I'm going to dabble in the life of crime. You know, I give myself five years and I'm out. Two years and I'm out. 18 months and I'm out. Well, a lot of the time, that's like the, what was depicted in Top Boy because you're getting a large, large sums of money so quickly. You're like, rah, blood. Oh, nah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to keep people. It's, a lot of the time it's greed. People get greedy because think about it. A man can be on a, all right, let's say you're on the road five years, do whatever you're doing. You, you manage to raise a mill or two. And the brothers are, and his boy says to him, all right, boom, yeah, man, man's have made pay, yo, jump partner. Fam, and he's a man, like you said, he might be a man who loves the materialistic. So it's party girl, Instagram girl every week, 
might do a little sniff here and there, design it off, driving this whip, that whip, every kind of bust down. So he stacked it, but he's blowing through it fast. You're gonna you're gonna really tell it, you're gonna be able to tell a man to, like that to go stand up in Tesco. Because he's a lot of the time these gentlemen in the, these individuals in question are greedy and they're spending it sometimes even faster than they make it. Nice. So let's say he does done, all right, come to the end of the five years and he happens to have a meal or two, but he's used to living a certain way and he's no longer got this weekly, this monthly, this annually dirty money coming in. Fam, how's he meant to live? How, how long do you think the meal's going to last? Ain't going to last no time. Mm-hmm. You get me? Right there, he's got the gold, because the way he's living, it feels like he's got the golden fleece right now. He's got the cloak invisibility because the feds haven't seen him. They can't catch him. He, he's not going to be able to jump out the game, fam. He's not going to be able to pull out, fam. <laughs> like he's in some good or playing a good, or playing a mad game of Jenga. He ain't going to be able to pull out, really, boy. That's how enough man gets stopped, fam. And end up that cat on Villa Road trying to tell a man, give man a pound, say, yo, youngster, let me talk to you. Back in the day, I used to run these streets, man. I was the man. I every kind of car. All these girls. It's a mad thing. Now you smell like you need some mouthwash, fam. And a hot sandwich, fam, and a shower. Yeah. Fam, greed, greed kills. Fam, greed and pride. It's a demise to a lot of people, man. All I'm saying is, for my last, you know, thoughts on this episode, is this... Time flies, isn't it? If you are living a certain type of life, mm-hmm. I can't speak for everyone, but individuals that I know, then there's two things. You know, I encourage in that lifestyle because I know how it ultimately ends up. But all you have to do is look at other ethnicities that are playing the same game and how they play. Mm. because what I've noticed in Britain is that we have become the poster boys for a lot of crime. Mm-hmm. But when I really check it out, we're not at the, we're not in the position to be at the top of those crimes. Mm. The final thought, man, <laughs> I'm going off on man. The final thought of, cause we've spoken about a lot today. Be true to yourself, man. Be true to yourself. Whatever that means, be true to yourself. Find your happiness wherever you can. So sit back, reflect. These are trying times we're going through. Whatever makes you truly happy, try and do it, man. Not everything's about money, man. So people, that's it for this week. It's the Express True Show. Making Thursdays great again. You see the t-shirt Stephen's wearing. Head over to our website right now. www expresstruthshow.com purchase yourself one of them t-shirts as I said the legendary West Midlands snapback cap is now available on our website too head over there if, you know and treat yourself treat treat girls treat your man whatever whatever it may be treat them man Valentine's just the guy isn't it? treat the people man, man. facts the express truth show follow us on Instagram at express truth show